This is part one of a two-part talk amongst yourselves that went on far longer than it probably should have. Be sure to come back next week for even more Best of Everything in 2019, but for now, roll the intro. Welcome to Talk Amongst Yourselves, the Final Entertainment Talking Podcast, otherwise known as the only one that we bust out at the end of a year so we can do an end of year roundup, which brings me to our topic today of the best of everything else of 2019. I'm still Mike. And I'm still Darren. Uh, yes, we required this one because I didn't play enough video games to warrant <laughs> a, a, a standalone yeah. um, 8 bit of sweet, and, and there's a lot I want to cover from a lot of different things. So why not chuck it all together as just a nice, you know, finish. We haven't got to play it four more podcasts to wrap up the year. We can just get it done in one yep. and then look to the future. Particularly now it is uh, 2020. It is. It's the 20s again. Have you seen oh, this yeah. campaign that people... No, don't, are... don't, don't. Yeah, know, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? The yeah. roaring The 20s. roaring 20s. <laughs> I mean, I'm partly to blame for this because I willed the My Chemical Romance reunion back into existence. Uh, did you see the thing they posted? Is it today? No. You haven't? No. So they posted a picture. Yeah. The only on Facebook of like some thing. And the comment that they put on it was yeah. a Union Jack. Yo. I think they're coming back, Darren. What and I if think... they're doing download, though? Oh, if they're doing download, that would be incredible. That's all I'm saying. That doesn't look like a download thing. No. If it was a dog, a red dog. Yeah. That. If I'm going to download this year. You are. There is a spot open, mm. second to kiss. Um, Apparently they put on a good show. I know, I know. But I mean, like, I feel like if, if they knew My Chemical Romance were coming back sooner, yep. they, they wouldn't be second fiddle to kiss. No. In fact, I, I feel like Kiss might even go, yeah, we ain't following that shit. <laughs> yeah. No, no, they'd just be pissed at us for yeah, you. Exactly. Oh, could you imagine if I've looked out? A little bit of me was worried I'd have to go back to download next year if my game was Whoa, boy! Oh. Okay, so yeah, that's the Roaring Twenties. Roaring Twenties. I didn't have an emo face, so I... I did. I know you did. Yeah. <laughs> it was you, did, you, met, you met me in that phase, I didn't you? I met you during the, uh, yeah. the emo phase. That it was, was a hell of a thing. Fun. It was a hell of a thing. Much like 2019. Yeah, that was a year, wasn't it? It was. We've now, already talked about films from 2019. That is its own separate podcast, which you can go and listen to now. Um, there are articles going up. I, I did fully intend to at least put our movies ones up, uh, but then I went on holiday, so that was, uh, Ooh, that was fun. I was about to give you a nice transition of, what was their best holidays 2019? Michael. Uh... Because I was here for New Year's Eve. You were. Not watching the Hoot Nanny. No. I need to make that abundantly <laughs> clear. I stayed in, but I didn't watch the Hoot Nanny. I'm cool. Um, I watched Graham Norton <laughs> Much better. Um, I'm cool, Reed, basically. Yeah. So uh, I didn't watch the Hoot Nanny. Just, I, I need that to be known, mm. Michael. I mm. need that to be known. But you, on the other hand. Yeah. You little intergalactic motherfucker. <laughs> Much like Lando himself ended up in... Budapest. That that joke doesn't work because it's not a joke. Yeah, I went to Budapest for New Year's and that was very jealous. That was a fun time. Um, this you isn't going to be. Also, confirm you didn't watch the Hoot Nanny. Oh no no no! I put some. I put essentially the first night we got there because we land. We went went out on the thirtieth. Yeah. And and the first thing I had to do was I'm going to try and put on some Hungarian TV. And what I can only describe as. Uh, 
the Jules Holland's Hootenanny, if it was just in someone's living room, oh. was on. So I was watching a bit of that. Okay. There was this fucking song that I swear to Christ went on 10 minutes. Fair play to the drummer for keeping the... For like Ooh. 10 minutes. And then it ends and then the camera pans out as to how many people was watching him and it was like six people. Oh. <laughs> just like some really weak applause. Oh. Uh, it filled me with such joy. But no, um... Bulgaria is fantastic. Bulgaria. I mean, Hungary. I'm assuming it is, yeah. Hungary is a fantastic country and Budapest is a brilliant city. It's very picturesque. Mm. Lots of uh, large buildings and towering structures. I enjoyed it. Hiked up a fucking mountain. Don't know why I did that. Uh, right, okay. This is the thing about people in Budapest, okay? Yeah. Um, any normal British person, or indeed anybody, you know, who vehemently believes in the European Union would have a fucking migraine over the lack of like health and safety they have over there. Right. So there's this tall ass mountain and they built there's like a statue that they built when they drove the Nazis out. Okay. Which they good. then repurposed as the statue that represents when they got the Soviets out. Right. But it's plonked on the top of this fucking mountain. It's like the highest point on the Danube River. Yep. It's, it, you can get like the best panoramic view of the city from up there. Okay. And and my fiance said, right, we're going up there. This is going to be fun. It's like fantastic. We started going up, and they got like these points on the floor, like little love hearts with numbers in them. It yeah. tells you how far up you are. I think mm-hmm. there's like fifteen of them. We got to one. We were like, fuck, this was a bad idea. <laughs> we're so horribly unfit. But not even to the point of we were going up the intended path yeah. where the stairs were yeah. and the pavement. Uh-huh. Um, but everyone was dead keen on not doing that and just like fucking scaling the side of this fucking structure. It was unbelievable. But but New Year's Eve is where it came to a head. Can I just ask, was the walk on New Year's Day? Uh, Yes. Right. What is it? Right. This is a new thing that's become made to me. Now I've you know have a girlfriend and have met other people and been around other people on New Year's Day. Yep. What is with a New Year's Day walk? I don't get it. Why is this a thing? It's international. Do fuck all day. Why am I walking? I was dragged to a dog park. Uh, to a walk. Well, a you dog. don't like dogs and are allergic to them. So yeah. yeah. And this little dickhead in particular, <laughs> he's, a, he's a fucking Akita and he just runs everywhere. And, ooh, and it was it was not particularly cold, but I could have been doing other things yeah. like nothing. And instead, I was there. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm going to stop this. Yeah, it's a thing, and it's t- certainly a thing in other countries as well because it was fucking rammed up there. You got to the top, and under this, like, m- admittedly large and magnificent statue, they built a fucking bar. Which is a great idea. Fantastic. But the last thing you want when you gasp with fucking breath is like, oh, great, give me, give me a shot of fucking vodka. I think that's what I'd want. That seems like a good idea. Serve it to me now. Whiskey now. <laughs> okay, but New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve is truly where the health and safety chaos comes in. Yeah. It's, it's quite an orderly city until right. New Year's Eve happens. Okay. Where people are just setting off. Like, I, we went right down to the Danube and we're like, on the banks of it, waiting for the fireworks to start. And yeah. that, here's me thinking, right, we're right by the Parliament building. Yeah. This is going to be like London. You know, in London we have, you know, outside Houses of Parliament yeah. and Big Ben. We set off you all know, the most professional fireworks. Yeah. I mean, Australia did this year and that was a real bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> They're already mostly on fire. Yeah, I don't know why they bothered. It's not had more fighter situation. Because <laughs> it's got right. Happy New Year. Turn to your left. <laughs> there it is. You know. Oh God! I hope I hope those people are okay because that is I've seen the pictures. Did you see the video from inside the fire engine? You Jesus hell. Christ! Oh my God! It's the hidden lava level. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> 
Oh god. I mean Australia is already the lava world, but this is like you know like you did did you play um Oh shit! Which one was it? New Super Mario World, the one on the Wii U. Yes, I yeah, know, yes. And it just never fucking ends, and there's just always more of every level. Yes. that's what fighting those fires has got to feel yeah, like. Yeah, huh? when will it end? It's the same shit. <laughs> um, I fed, t- <laughs> given water to like twelve <laughs> koalas this afternoon. God help it all. Um, no, but they had an organised fire display. They didn't. Did uh, Hungary? No. <laughs> so as it turns out, it is just common and expected to uh for people to just shoot fireworks out of their fucking hands like they'll have what, like, like a... rogue <laughs> <laughs> you know like in the x-men uh, cartoon where it's like jubilee's card i said rogue didn't i yeah, i yeah, mean yeah. jubilee you yeah, know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone is that there's just like people in huge fucking winter coat coats holding a shot tube in the air like yay off the fucking bridges and like we were stood by a metro station which is probably not the best place to be setting off anything explosive no fuck it those big you know the big chunky bad boy ones that have like about yes. 30 shots in yes. them and they're all fucking loud yes there's guys with bags of them and they just plonk one down set fire and go yep that's about to go off and the second they turn around the first shot goes off and everyone's like what the fuck is that right next to parked fucking cars uh, and then they tip over because of the wind and it's just shooting into fucking cars I was thinking the cars tip over I was like dude that's a gnarly wind <laughs> could you imagine <laughs> I mean, you may as well and yet absolute night of carnage so for, we it took us an hour to get back to where we were staying because mm. we had an Airbnb um, and obviously the trams weren't going anywhere near the fucking fireworks no. they knew better otherwise a very well connected city um, but we, the next morning, we were like, well, it's going to be a fucking hellscape. What is the actual point of yeah. going out? So we left it um, and then started getting bored by about 10 o'clock. Like, fuck it, we'll just go out. The streets were clean. Oh. Like, how, what fucking time in the morning do these street cleaners start work? Because there was not one single shot tube, not one box, not one fucking lost flare or yeah. anything. It was absolutely immaculate. That's a fucking great story. Oh, Darren, though. Because <laughs> if there's one, one thing that wasn't immaculate, it was the state of my fucking stomach after this trip. Oh. The food is gorgeous over there. Yeah. It is incredibly rich, incredibly heavy, incredibly mm. stodgy. Mm. Oh, uh, I put my arsehole into overdrive on this holiday, Darren, let me tell you. They like paprika. They, they do like paprika. Like paprika. Everything. <laughs> Absolutely everything. Have you had goulash? Uh, I have had, not authentic goulash, but I have had goulash. I quite like goulash. It's nice. They serve it with, like, weird pasta, though. Ah. It's like, it's, they call them noodles. And I was like, oh, fuck. Um, expecting, like, a long one. Expecting a noodle. Expecting a noodle. Yeah. Uh, but it's like pasta. Imagine if you were, like, high and tried to make your own pasta. Right. And it just comes out as, <laughs> essentially, if someone just cuts off a little bit and just presses it once. Oh, okay. They're just like these little, like, nubbins of pasta. I think I've had them. They're, they're quite nice. Yeah. But I thought they were cheese curds because of the weird shape. Uh... I was like, is this like a poutine situation? And everything's a sausage. Apart from that. <laughs> <laughs> just, if, if it's not goulash... It's a Mind you, we went to the Christmas market on uh, New Year's Eve. Yeah. Um, the, we're doing them fucking wrong, Darren. You know when we have them, it's like you can have Frankfurter or yeah. like a Wiener Schnitzel or fucking chicken nuggets and that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fucking banquet. It's like, right, you can have these incredible fucking like sandwiches. Caroline came back. I got this. Um, I had a lamb sausage with like some potato bits. Mm-hmm. 
She came back with fucking salmon. <laughs> just grilled fucking salmon. Like, Where were they selling that? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, and oh. it was. It's so much smaller. There's less people there, yeah. and there's more food. How it's, is that a thing? I don't know. I don't know if we just spoil on Birmingham, though. To be fair, like, I mean, maybe we've actually got one of the better ones. It, Try it, the Liverpool Christmas market you ever get. I don't think I want it. We went there specifically. We were told, oh, they've got a great one. It was two rows of shops in a fucking car park, <laughs> most of which was beer. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I went all the way to Scouseland for that business. Oh, man. Do you think I'd ever willingly go there unless I thought there was going to be copious amounts of Christmas shit? I think you don't like Liverpool. Liverpool's a great city. If you like the Beatles, it's a great city. Yeah, admittedly, that shit does get old. Fucking hate the Quite Beatles. quickly. So it was old to me immediately. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Their shopping centre's pretty good, though. Mainly because, just real quick, Everton, I know you don't know football. No. Everton, uh, Liverpool also, they are big, the other team in Liverpool. Yeah, you would describe them as the wolves of the situation if yes, Liverpool were Albion. Yes, yes, yeah, yes okay, exactly. Yeah. So it's almost like a Johead Man City is the team for Manchester and Manchester United is meant for outside Everyone people else. that yeah. comes in. So Everton are the true scouts, Liverpool's the, the high one. Anyway, yeah. the shopping centre is called Liverpool 1. The Everton shop oh, yeah, yeah. was the second one they built. So it's called Everton 2. So its address is Everton 2, Liverpool 1. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm like, that is, some, that is some gold standard fucking trolling. Well done. That's fantastic. Um, so yeah, that's where I went. And you went to Budapest. Yep. Um, now you might be thinking, what's that got to do with literally anything in 2019? It happened in 2019. It was. The last thing I did in 2019 was watch Fear for My Fucking Life as people were shooting fireworks from me on the river. That was... And uh, for a much a more sedate time. thing, yep. we can look at TV. Yay! Woo, we don't have a separate TV podcast because, well... <laughs> next... We do enough. We've got five <laughs> fucking shows. We, we really do. And we, I struggled to get through things consistently this year. Yeah. It was either all watched in a day or watched in dibs and drabs. I didn't really have like a good... Like lock on streaming things. Yeah, there was a lot of false starts for me this year in terms yeah. of TV. I didn't finish The Boys. I haven't started Stranger Things season three. Oh man, I haven't started The Boys either. I really want to. I've heard very good things. Um, I am making a last minute change to my top five. Real quick. Sorry about this. I just finally decided that one can't be there. Um, <laughs> but it was a really good solid year, I'd say. We had um, we had a lot of things going on. Quite a Big, it doesn't seem that big for next year. I've no. been writing the 2020 preview and it does not seem like it's all that big a deal for no. next year. So, <laughs> so we got that going on. <laughs> there's, um, there's just not much happening next year outside of games, is there? Particularly, no. Um, and don't worry, I have got a list of all the games we didn't play. Oh, um, that's fun. Well, that'd be fun for everybody. Um, and you're going to do this one, Maggle. I'm going to edit so this one. I enjoyed your music choice from the last one and I enjoyed the Thank tasteful you. cut where we lost it. <laughs> for... Uh, uh, the oh. kid who will be king on the basis of sex. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to watch um, the kid who will be king just based solely on that joke. Yeah. Did not hold my attention. We gave him. No, that was interesting because that's like by the guys who did Attack the Block, isn't I it? I don't like Attack the Block. Oh, okay. It's not for me. Well, I've got some, some honourable mentions before we get to our top five. For TV. For TV, yes. Um, so I'll just bash out the... Um, Angel Shield didn't have a particularly strong year this year. No. It was fine. They're gearing up for the finale next year. This will be the last season of well, they made a weird choice with Coulson, haven't they? And it's just... They did. Know. So did you watch 
the new season. I'm aware of what's happening. In okay, it, that's so um, there's going to be mild spoilers for a lot of what we're going to talk about. So if you want to jump out now, jump out now. There will be hopefully written versions of these that will be a lot less spoilerific. So there's that. Um, so the basic conceit is that Phil Coulson actually properly died at the end of the last one, mm-hmm. but they know that people are there for Coulson. So they engineered a way to bring... Um, if not Philip Coulson, but they brought back um, Clark, Clark Gregg. Gregg. Yep. Um, so he's a time traveller whose DNA is exactly the same as Agent Coulson, but he's from a weird world with a kind of weird vampire lady. I watch this very much in fits and starts. It took me about four months to get through this because mm. I'd just drop off and kind of come back. So it wasn't the strongest year. It wasn't necessarily bad. There were some good episodes in there, but it wasn't the strongest year. And I, I'm kind of glad it's ending next year. They've already found a way to bring to bring Clark Gregg back for next season because I really don't think they want to press forward without that there. I'm just I'm kind of glad the series is finally ending now that it's absolutely definitively not canon. So you know. Oh no, I think because it's a different deal from the Netflix series. Mm. I think this is still canon. Ah. I think um, a lot went on. I mean, they they did a lot to establish the Cree. This basically became the Inhumans TV show. I know <laughs> then, there was an Inhumans then... <laughs> TV show, but we tried to forget about that. Uh, um, so yeah, that wasn't a good year what, for. You got to think about the juggernaut that is Marvel. That the, the Inhumans can happen to them, and everyone happily forgets it. Yes. Um, so I, I think they're getting rid of this because they want to. They want to basically. Um, they want to close the gates. They want to get all the, you know, close ranks around Disney Plus and put everything they have that's like high quality Marvel and Star Wars shit is all going to be on Disney Plus. Yep. And this was the outlier. They've still got a few things. They've still got, um, I think Cloak and Dagger's wrapping up. Um, and Runaways as well. And Runaways is also wrapping up. So they are But I think they get an, another series each. They both get a third season. I think so. And yeah. they have a crossover as well, aren't they? Are they? I think they are. Hello. How, Cloak and Dagger. I prefer Cloak and Dagger over Runaways. So I've I'd- not watched either. Clark and Daggers, they're not, they're both pretty average. Right. But Cloak and Dagger is the better of the two. Huh. Um, that is the only superhero one that doesn't, oh no, there is another one, but it's in my top five. Um, so we'll get to that. And I have uh, one honourable mention. Oh, you only have one? I, I have only have one. Five. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> on. it, it's because it would be on the list had I finished it, but I'm one episode away from finishing it and not mm-hmm. done it yet. Uh, Marvel's Mrs. Maisel season three. Ah, yes. Okay, that is an honourable mention for me too. Yeah. It's not the strongest of seasons. You know what? i got to say, I prefer season two so yeah. far, with only one episode left. But the last three episodes, so episode uh, five, six, and seven, yep. have had some of the strongest acting in the entire yes. season. It's been a very strong season for individual actors yep. and actresses. It's a strong season for um, Midge's parents. Yes, because I, I normally hate them. Yeah, Tony Shalhoub has had a particularly like yeah. funny... It, everyone's kind of in a holding pattern. It, it's all felt like they've just been given like, oh, here you go, Abe, you can be in charge of a communist <laughs> newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, they're also getting kicked out of their apartment for the entire season. Mm. And um, what's it called? Um, oh, Mrs. Mavel's husband, whose name is... Joel. 
Joel. Joel's setting up a club yeah, above that, a Chinese gambling <laughs> that, that he's consistently always working on. They were celebrating. They were like, oh, everything's going great. I'm like, don't fuck. You know, oh. you've, done, you've done half a job. you got a full smile. What the fuck's wrong with yeah, you? That's a typical, Put the beer down. It's yeah, a typical know. builder who's taking this country. <laughs> Nothing was really changing on that set until it was finished. Yeah. It was literally barren wasteland and then all of a sudden fully functioning club. <laughs> there was some fun to be had every time he goes downstairs to talk to the Chinese people in the gambling yeah. house. When they that, all when, stop and look at him. <laughs> when they run that joke, I thought they'd run that joke into the ground and then they one up it. It's like yeah. they come down and go, it's just me. And everyone carries on yeah, straight away. <laughs> Oh, it is good. It 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 was it was fine. It's still a good show. I still really really love that show. I I this end... was Susie's strongest season so far. Yeah, I'll give you that. It was really fucking good. Just watch the end ending. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, I didn't like the ending. I already wasn't this. This is a spoiler for season three. I already didn't like the episode where Joel came out to Vegas. I was like, this is this is too much of a will they won't it, they it, now aggressive thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was very aggressive. Especially because you got fucking Zachary Levi from last season did oh. nothing with him. Oof. Apart from the one cameo. Like, yeah. Disappointing. He's always oh, so well put together. Well, he was being Shazam, so he was a bit... Yeah, he I was know. was impeded. And I, I was really not down for the Lenny Bruce episode until they did that last scene together. Yeah. I was like, fuck, that was good. That was just really fucking good acting. But that's the problem. It's a lot of episodes that ultimately go nowhere, that they, they seem interesting. You might not... Like the Lenny Bruce one, I was like, no, no, no. Not Lenny and, and no. No, 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 this doesn't work. And then they pull out of that at the end. Mm. Then it's like, well, what the fuck was the point of the last hour? Yeah. Which is a bit annoying. Um, they This Is Us season three is doing a bit of that as well. Mm. I don't know if you ever heard of This yeah, Is Us. Yeah, you mentioned it a few times. Um, but I've exclusively watched that in 2020, so I can't have that on that year's <laughs> list. It was made in... It, season three is just... Hit, hit Amazon Prime on Christmas Day. Interesting. The Americans got it in 2018. We've been waiting a long... Season 4 is up and running for them and we've only just got season 3 because E4 Jesus. just dropped the fucking ball. But won't mention that. Uh, right. On the Amazon Prime front, uh, New Amsterdam, aka Jesus Hospital. <laughs> Jesus um, Hospital! Jesus Hospital! <laughs> season 2 has dropped. Also happened around Christmas. So we, we prioritise this as us. New Amsterdam will be hitting next. Yeah. Because um, it ends on a, on a big cliffhanger. Um uh, it's a really poorly written show, but I kind of like it because I think I like it more because of, again, the headcanon of I genuinely believe this is meant to be Jesus and his disciples run a hospital in Manhattan for free. And and it's such a... Like the general, the, the basic conceit is um, your boy, I can't remember his name. Jesus. Uh, Jesus. Um, he's like a maverick guy. He's used to running like, um, like he was um, doctors abroad and he was running like small clinics in New York. He gets given New Amsterdam, which is like the biggest public hospital. Not understanding the American health system as I do <laughs> means I'm not really sure what this so special about this hospital and they seem to do things for free. And the entirety of your understanding of the med- medical health system in America comes from house. It's not, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's I can't like, even contribute. So. No. So, um, he's like the head of this one and he makes like big changes and they're always doing like fun, quirky stuff. But he also has cancer and and his wife's about to give birth and it's all very mm. it's schlock. But it's kind of enjoyable schlock, and there's yeah. some genuine humour in there as well. Um, so there's that also. And I won't be talking about Doctor Who. Fuck yeah. I, oh, don't ha- I don't have to talk about it, Darren. I'm so fucking relieved. The first episode was well received. Was it? I watched it. You watched it? It shouldn't have been. I, okay, I say I watched it. 
I sat there in the same room whilst it was happening, whilst writing the 2020 preview. Uh, and because my boss was in it. I know that I had they've, to watch a bit of they've it. Int- reintroduced a certain character. And yeah. I like who they've chosen. I'm, I'm still not behind the season. Like yeah. I haven't seen it. I'll put it that way, Darren. I don't have to watch it because it happened in 2020. I can... You, know, you didn't watch the first episode. Fuck no! I've watched more Doctor Who than you. Have. You have watched one hundred percent more Doctor Who this year oh, than this, me. It aired when you were away and you haven't got into watching it yet. Yes, fair play. Um, yep. Even though he is my boss, Lenny Henry can't act very well. No, so uh, he's your not, boss. He is technically my boss. Um, but there we go. <laughs> um, they they um, also on Amazon Prime, but soon coming to BBC. Interesting. Uh, it's Good Omens. Coming to BBC, I didn't the know BBC that. The BBC have got the redistribution oh. rights. Have you done a, like a top? You've done a top. Yeah, five yeah top list. obviously, but this is in that my... case more on that later. Okay, good. Um, you know what? I'll save that. Uh, Speechless is something I want to talk about. I've not heard of this. Now, this is a sitcom. It's it had three seasons. It's now been um, cancelled. Um, but E4 got it, hmm. and we're like going right. We're going to air an episode a day of the three seasons we've got. We didn't pay anything for it. Fuck it. And it's about. It stars Mini Driver oh. and, um, uh, oh, what's his name from the Big Bang Theory with a lisp? Um, uh, Kripke from um, uh, Big Bang Theory. As the mom and dad, they have uh, three kids, two normal, normal's the wrong word, uh, two <laughs> fine kids <laughs> and one with a disability. Who, oh, dear. Um, yeah, he's, um, <laughs> I wonder where this was going. He can't, he's in a wheelchair and he can't talk. Right. I can't remember exactly what he has. Um, but yeah, and it's just a half an hour sitcom. Mm. Uh, it's not studio; it's shop normally. Um, media nerd Darren should know what the word for that is when it's not in a studio, but I can't remember. Um, <laughs> and Rachel was like, "Oh, should we give it a go?" And I saw the advert and was like, "Particularly great, but fuck it, it's a Monday. I've got nothing else to do. Let's throw it on." We watched it all, literally every day. We were watching more and more speeches. It shouldn't work as well as it does. And yet it does. But it's genuinely very endearing of having yeah. this family that's like all for the kid. They they the like mini driver basically plays like um the mom who will she's basically Monica. If Monica had a right. disabled kid of like I am only having the best for my if... child, he's going to a normal school, it's Is the head canon post friends then? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they couldn't afford to get um Oh, I forgot her name. Um, uh, Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox, and yeah. they couldn't get Matthew Perry, so no. they said got Kripke from Big Bang Theory <laughs> and Mini Driver. Um, it just worked. It's a really like wholesome show. It's not doing anything like brand spanking new or anything. It's got a bit of a novel concept, obviously, because they usually sitcoms usually steer clear of disabled like themes and stuff. But mm. it's genuinely funny that like, there's this whole thing of like they're kind of slobs and they live in like a crazy like house that's like run down and stuff, but they do not give a shit. Um, it it really works. I don't know if you'd like it. I'd I'd have to give. I think I'd give an episode a go. It's it's worth a look. I did genuinely enjoy myself. We watched all three seasons and then yeah. found out it was cancelled. Like, oh, oh fuck! I've just realised I got another uh, honourable mention. Go on. Um, it did come out in no, twenty nineteen, and did The Witcher come out in twenty nineteen? Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't finished it, so oh, okay. So it's not on the top five. I'm really fucking enjoying it though. Yeah, Henry Cavill is fucking note perfect as Geralt. Okay. 
Real quick. Yeah. Something I forgot to mention and should mention on the film one. Yes. There was a Netflix film that I really wanted to watch and completely forgot about, but I did watch it in 2019. Wouldn't have cracked the top ten, but I did get El Camino watched. Oh, the Breaking Bad movie. Yeah. I've still not seen it. I was holding out to watch it with my brother, but we just could not line it up. Mm. And it got to New Year's Eve. And Rachel was going everywhere. And I was like, if you went to watch Little Women, and I was like... Yeah, I am watching that. I'm going to watch yeah, no. <laughs> It's just a two-hour episode of, of Breaking Bad. Fair for enough. better or for worse, it doesn't up the scale a lot. It is very enjoyable, but you can't watch it as a standalone. You need, you need to, to have, you, yeah. yeah, you need to have all them seasons under That's your belt. Fucking everyone who has Netflix, though, right? Surely, yeah, if you got, think yeah, so. if you got a Netflix subscription, yeah, you've seen Breaking Bad. You've seen Stranger Things. You've seen Breaking Bad. Yeah. You've gone and watched. Um, right, that's... Oh, no, one more. Uh, Shit's Creek made its way into my life this year. Mm. Um, oh, I have two more, sorry. I'm, uh, <laughs> There's a lot of honourable mentions. I know, I know. You've seen a lot of I shit. i got a lot of TV watch. Um, Shit's Creek, again, pretty standard, uh, straightforward sitcom. Uh, it's got um, Eugene Levy mm. as the main guy and um, the mom from Home Alone. Um, yes. Who, again, I think I've said this before, I thought was dead. Um, <laughs> and it also stars Eugene Levy's son yeah. as his son in the show. Um, they are a formerly very rich family who lose all their money in a tax fraud thing and have to move to a town they brought as an April Fool's joke in the 90s called Shit's Creek, Creek. Yeah. and live in a motel. <laughs> um, brought in the 90s. Yeah, it sounds... Again, it was another one I was like, this doesn't sound very good. Um, it's really good. It really strikes a good balance between like genuine warmth and like actual like silly comedy. Mm. It's a really good banter. I mean, I'm usually down for whatever Eugene Levy's doing. He's not got a great barometer for quality, admittedly. But no, um, no, he isn't. He, but he's writing and producing this with his son, and it's very good. And it has a very refreshing like way of going around like homosexuality, which I wasn't expecting because yeah. Eugene Levy's son is I don't know if he's gay, bisexual, or pansexual. He's one of them. Mm. Um, and in the show, he's bisexual. But it's not like because they're living in a hip town. You think they might go down the the route you would expect yeah, them, like, yeah. but it's literally mentioned he gets in a relationship with a man and then that's just the norm it's not brought up it's not made a thing of it's literally like not really ever mentioned yeah. and I was like that's really nice yeah like they could have there's like no other sitcom I can think of does not mind that well for all it's fucking worth yeah because a lot of other shows use it as a crutch don't they use it yeah. as a we've got something to say about this or you know yeah. oh let's have this plot line for ten episodes and yeah. they don't have to write anything else but I read an interview with um, Daniel Levy who's the main writer who's like no I didn't want it to, I can't stand shows that try and make a point of it because that's not how you normalise it yeah you don't exactly. normalise it by um, by um fantasising about it or making a big spectacle out of this, you need to just play it straight. Yeah. That's what normal people do. Put it in the show and that's it. Done. Yeah, exactly. It was beautiful. Um, now, this is the one I just took out of my top five because I couldn't live with myself. Um, it's what we do in the shadows. Oh. Now, did you watch what we do in the shadows? Did. Are we going to be talking about it in a minute? Yes. It if this is me. your final... Um, it is. Then I'll go first. Okay. What we do in the shadows is hey. my number five pick of the year. Let's Wonder talk about what? it. Let's it, talk about it, it. It was, I did stall a little bit. I think I was just kind of, it, it wasn't really clicking to me until about a couple of episodes in. It suffers from a particularly bad first episode, but not bad in the sense of yeah. it's horrible. It's just an absolute retread of the yeah. first half era of the film. Yes. Which I is think, a problem. Yeah. Once they have the episode where they, um, where they go shopping with, um, oh, what's his name, the Jacker. 
Uh, Kevin Novak. Uh, yeah, when when Kevin Novak goes shopping, yep. I think that's the episode where it kind of turns the corner. Yeah, and it's all on board then. Yeah, because I, I should have known getting him and Matt Matt Berry Matt Berry together was a very good idea. Oh, oh Matt Berry is a vampire idea. is a hell of a fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, and I've now come to calling Rachel my wife. <laughs> <laughs> my wife, my lovely lady wife, <laughs> Bat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, oh. it's just, uh, it's... I gotta say, even with these two fucking heavy hitters on the show, I genuinely think, um, is it Natalia? Yes. I genuinely think she's the best thing in that show. Um, she's so fucking good. Nazja? Nazja. Nazja. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me get she, her name. She is, she's from Stafflet's Flats as well. She's cropping up a lot more. Ever since I've seen her in this show, she's really? kind of... Uh, I haven't seen her in anything else. It's the first time I saw her. She is... Yeah, all three of them work really well. The It peaks with the dinner party episode. Yeah. Which is just fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with the cursed hat. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The... <laughs> I, I, oh. This is the problem with reviewing this show. It's just going to be us laughing. It um, is. It it's is. so good. It's unbelievable. It, like, it took a while. And another great episode is where they finally go and link it to the film, mm. and we get to have the return of of the vampires from the from the movie. Yes, it is coming that, back for season two as well. So thank more God that for that. Coming. And I like the fact that um, oh, what's her name? The one who's in charge, uh, Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton is yeah. just Tilda Swinton. Yes, yeah, just Tilda Swinton. Is <laughs> the head vampire? <laughs> <laughs> that that episode is so good because you get so many. Guest characters, so there's uh, Tilda Swinton's in there, Taika Waititi, Jermaine Clement, and uh, Jonathan Brew. Wesley Snipes Snipes via Skype, (laughs) Evan Rachel Wood, Danny Trejo's in there. Um, we're just ruining it all, but that Paul Rubens is on the council as well, so you get fucking Pee Wee Herman as a vampire. I, I implore uh, you all. I had to make a sacrifice in the top five. It was in the top five and probably on merit should be there, but I feel fair. bad if I didn't put one of these on there. It um, does take a lot of getting used to, especially because they really set up, um, like, wow, what are their names? Like, Nadja, Nardal, and Laszlo as, as replacements for the original. And then when they're not that, it's so much more entertaining. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, my fucking love Matt Berry. Anything with Matt Berry. Like I sat through an episode of um, oh, what's it called, Rabbit or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm only watching this for for Matt Berry. Like, but it's not even like a Toast of London situation where it's it's so fucking good. Yes. Because everyone's got to act off him. Yeah. I can't remember if I finished Toast of London or not. It's so. I think good. I did. But that's why I wanted to give it a chance. I was like, I love Toast of London so much. Yeah. And I was like, no, I, I owe it to myself to go back and watch it. I, um, I show everybody the, the, the yes scene, and then they're just completely on board. There's just one word oh, on the script. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. In your own time. <laughs> yes. 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 Yes, I can hear you, Clement Nagar. <laughs> um, I, oh, in other Matt Berry-related news. <laughs> hang on. Our hang regular on. segment. You're going to like this. Go on. I know you're going to like this. Noel Fielding. Yes. Posted a photo and said there was a disturbing lack of boosh in this last decade. Let's do something about that. Oh boy, that's going to be weird coming back to that ten years later. I I would not genuinely be surprised if it's a Netflix special. I'd be happy with. They that. do the boosh movie yeah. that they never got. Or to another do. tour that'd be fine. Yeah, or that'd be nice. I would go and see him live again. I Michael saw Romance both and boosh back in one it's year. Two thousand and five again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
someone's calendar's fucked up and we, <laughs> the, the um the nine in twenty nineteen just flick back to an O. Yep. Like <laughs> fuck it, let's just do that again. <laughs> Wonderful. Right. I did have to make a sacrifice. I'm sorry to what we do in the shadows. It should by all rights be my number five, but I had to put Game of Thrones in there. It was a disappointment. Really? I, I, hear me out, right? Hear me now out. I've not We were talking we were talking up. That I was going to watch Game of Thrones. I wrote I, quizzes, Michael. I watched the first. <laughs> I will do it. I watched the first season, and then the backlash happened. I was like, "Well, uh... abandon fucking shit then, because uh, I ain't wasting." Oh, this. You, so you finished season one? Yeah, I finished season one. Is all Ned the head? Yes, Ned the head. Right, okay. It's all that. Good. Um, he, he, right, hear me out. This is kind of There's a lot of wolf death in the first series, isn't that? That's kind yeah. of disappointing. That kind of... Oh, no, that's not really it. Um, no, there is more. I know there there's is more. It's kind of... to a, It's a much lesser extent than Last Jedi, but they're kind of pat, like similar to each other. Hmm. In that... I, I want to put it on there because there are there is a lot to like about that last season. The spectacle of the fucking thing is amazing. The... Um, the set pieces, the battles are fucking unbelievable. The Battle of Winterfell is a one, like a one episode thing. And it is... Unbelievable. Is it better than the Battle of the Bastards, though? Because that's the one everyone compares oh, it to. Oh, the Battle of the Bastards is a hell of a thing. Yeah. There's, there's been a lot of really good Game of Thrones um, battles. It's up there, put it that way. And it, it has a very satisfying ending. Um, the the only thing that detracts from it, it's on here because of the spectacle, because of the good character moments you do get all the way through here, the fact that a lot of my favourites made it out, and I'm okay with that. Um <laughs> And and all that good business, but it's just if they just given it the full ten and let it breathe like HBO wanted, mm. but apparently no, BD, um, um, Benioff and Weiss, Benioff and Weiss were determined to go off and do their Star Wars trilogy. I will now point out they have not doing it, nor will they ever do that Star Wars trilogy. They abandoned ship to go to Netflix so for something which for we something, don't know but all I'm saying is that means that the thing that they wanted to leave for desperately we didn't get anyway so, so they really should have fucking done this <laughs> it's just it's a timing thing Game of Thrones has always had a problem with its pace hmm. of like season 3 and 4 the pace really suffers and you really feel we are not going anywhere we're never going to get Danny out of this fucking desert and get some fucking conquering done it's just going to go on forever and ever and ever. And they kind of then addressed that, because they were doing that in order with the books. Yeah. Books run out in either season five or season six. The books still not come out yet. The final book's yeah, not even out. I know. It's ridiculous. He's not, he's not going to finish that. He's t- he said Winds of Winter was meant to come out in 2016. Fuck me. And he's just... He wrote three of a book since then, of like extra ancillary shit, but he can't get this one done because he keeps changing his mind. So he's just going to hang that over until the money starts to run out and then it's just, ah, we're back. So. I yeah. think so. But he's, apparently there's people who he trusts to carry on and finish it if he dies. If and when he yeah. goes. So once they go past so, the book... So hold up. So, so <laughs> Oh, here we go. So the, the ending of the series, yes. I don't know what that is because yep. I've not watched it. Yes. Is the book going to be different? The book is already different. Right. There are people, it, even by the time the the show's finished with the books, there was characters alive in the books who were dead in the show. Oh. And I think vice versa. And they've changed up because obviously they need to adapt it for TV. Yeah. And there is a lot. I am taking a long fucking... It's been a year and a half of me trying to read book three. And it's not that it's bad. It's just it's so fucking dense. Mm. And 
I'm trying to say that in a positive manner, but it's just so much stuff going on. You see why they had to cut a lot. It all, it almost seems like a, a lot of... Because I would describe both of us as quite nerdy. Mm-hmm. That is a level even above which I can't get to. Like, he's, yeah. he's making my way... Th- I've seen the size of those fucking books. I like, I like a good read, but fuck me. It is very good, and I think I'm just having it, like... Chipping away at it slowly is the way to do it. I couldn't sit there and read that thing in one fucking go and my brain would not handle it. And once you get into the good stuff near the end, then you start picking up the pace. But anyway, so once they hit the gas after season five and it's like, right, we know people are annoyed by the pace. Here we fucking go. We're going to start accelerating. <laughs> it found maybe it's nicest like niche of like, yes, stuff is happening. It's an exciting show to watch week in, week out. But there's still a lot of character into this. There's still a lot of time for dialogue and stuff like that. The problem was that pace kept going and going and going and going and escalating and escalating. And, escalating. and finally got to a point where the books didn't exist. Well, but then it got to last season had some plotting issues where there is a bit where basically a man runs the equivalent of about three marathons in about nine hours. Jesus. Like, if he, like, and they mapped it out, like, this is the distance that Gendry runs, right? Now, Danny, uh, sorry, when Ned and uh, King Rob are going down the King's Road in this first season, it took them four episodes yep. to get this far. Gendry does this much in half an hour. So <laughs> yeah, no, a... I'm not saw that, but Darren definitely did a large difference between those two yes. things. So that then kind of fed into season six, and we were going past, blowing past so many every episode, big fucking things that you've waited years to happen, and it just didn't have time to sink in, and it meant there's a lot of there's quite a few big plot holes and people just being stupid so that they can get killed. Mm. Like people who are really smart and have been like the smartest players of the game do something you're like, that's not something that character would do. That's just entirely fucking stupid and now they're dead. We just need to kill them and that was the fastest way to do that. It lost some of its nuance in this season, mm. which is a problem. I have one question. Yes. Does my boy Grey Worm make it out? Because uh, I, I, I'm not to that point in the series. Yeah. But um, Jacob Anderson slash Riley Ritchie is one of the coolest fucking people alive. He is. And I want to know okay. he's okay. Uh, if you don't want to know Grey Worm's fate, uh, you can fast forward about 30 seconds. I'll give you a second. Here it comes. Okay. He does. Yes. <laughs> at a price. Oh. But he does. He's fine, though. He's fine. Yeah. He's all right. And we're back in the room. Um. <laughs> So I know I've just said a lot of problems about it, but fuck me, something this, like, mind-blowing for a TV. I think that's the thing you've got to remember, isn't it? It's a fucking TV show. Like, And and they're producing movies every week. Yeah. I said this about Rise of Skywalker. There's so much they have to do, and expectations and all that stuff. Then, of course, there's going to be fucking flaws. It can't be a... Not everything can be endgame, you know what I mean? No. I think the positives still outweigh the negatives. There's a lot of like me jumping up and down. Like Particularly at the end of the Battle of Winterfell, I was fucking up. It was six o'clock in the pissy morning, and I was hyped as fuck. <laughs> so there's that. Um, so that's why it's my number five. Nice. I will be more succinct on the next <laughs> That's fine. Go on. Uh, number four. Uh, for me, Good Omens is where, oh, good. Okay. Is where this sits. Um, is it your number four as well? Mm-mm. No, it's higher. Honourable mentions. Oh, honourable mentions. For good, good Omens. Yes. Oh, yeah, we mentioned it earlier. This is a long episode already. Um, so, oh, boy. Yeah. yeah doing games yet. Buckle the fuck up, kids. Uh, <laughs> so, this is a fantastic series. Uh, I think actually helped by its brevity, unlike Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I think if this had gone on any longer than those six episodes. Six episodes? Five episodes? It's less than ten. Um, that helps yeah. it, though. Hmm. And because, the, well, I'm assuming there'll be no fucking sequel series as there wasn't really a sequel book 
Uh, if you count the... Wait, no, I think there was one. Damn it, I don't want more. It's perfect. As it is, it's perfect. It's yep. told one story from beginning to end with like three or four different concurrent storylines and done it really fucking well. Uh, David Tennant and Michael Shannon? Is that name? Michael Shannon? No, no. Michael Shannon's... Uh... Michael Sheen, sorry. <laughs> Michael Shannon's Zod. Yeah, yeah. The man the who was The smartest right. man in the room <laughs> in Shape of Water. The only one thinking. Uh... <laughs> Michael Sheen and David Tennant are brilliant playing off each other. They are. And Fantastic. I think there's something to be said for the production design of this series when... People are now doing cosplays of Azrafel and Crowley. Yeah. And all Crow- Crowley was was David Tennant in a black leather jacket. And somehow it's iconic. Yeah, it works. It, it really, really fucking works. That in- Everything involving them taking the car anywhere is the best yes, fucking thing in that show. Um, I really like the... Obviously, it was part of the book, but the way that they've engineered that. No one really cares that there's an apocalypse. We just know we have to have one kind of feel to the show. It's like, we can't have a war unless we start a war, and that's from both sides. They just want to have a fucking scuffle. Yeah. And I think that's a great little feeling on the show. It's time to have a fucking scrap. Yeah. Oh, and then be... And, uh... Uh, as a fellow and Crowley being present at several different biblical events is a brilliant episode where they go through their history as a, yeah. as friends. Because by the end, I know a lot of people are reading into it and that they have a relationship. And no, that is that's just fucking mad slash fiction shippers. But I appreciate that that is a very well realized friendship from people who are not in a Romeo and Juliet situation where they can't be together. But it's certainly they feel a pressure to not be friends Mm -hmm. but they've overcome that and when you join them towards the twilight of that first episode and it's just this is how they live and this is what their relationship has been like for so many years they feel believable they're the most outlandish characters in the show and they easily feel the most believable the only reason this isn't higher darren is because Mm -hmm. the kid actors are suspiciously bad like in, in in a situation now where we were post Stranger Things and we're post Umbrella Academy and all these series with yeah. fantastic child actors, another another season I haven't finished this year is um, his Dark Materials, and all the kids are great on that show. Yeah, what the fuck happened here? Like the the kids, the, the, especially the kid playing Adam, is fucking tone deaf oh, in some scenes. He? He's so bad, and it's a shame because. Everything else is so good. They're such a strong cast, such a, a notable design identity. And then the kids let it down. Mm-hmm. This has fucking Jack Whitehall turning in a good acting performance. Like, there's genuine oh, yeah. magic in this yeah. show. I don't like Jack Whitehall. He's fucking great <laughs> in this series. I think, yeah, it's it's cast is what drags this this through. His mean, sex scene's the, one of the best bits. Oh, it really is. That's, that's fucking the, brilliant. Um, oh, I just forgot I watched Safe Part, the new season this year. It was better... But, it feels like it's been on the flat. It's not flatlining. It's not dead, no, but it's it's definitely plateaued. They, they, they. I think they've now started to take the piss out of themselves for how they tried to make it like a season-long story. Uh, I hope that's so. They had a few more standalone episodes. This one, including the best one, which was the PC Babies episode, <laughs> haven't seen which it. is brilliant because it's. Um, sorry, I've interrupted you a good Elmer's talk for this one, but it's just okay. It was the it was hands by far and away the best episode. So. Uh, the PC babies, obviously the the sons and daughters of PC principal and strong woman. Um, obviously they're all about equality and all that stuff. So strong woman starts competing in um, uh, athletics events, 
but someone you later discover is her ex-boyfriend decides to take part of it too and it's literally macho man Randy Savage <laughs> like it is but he's now decided that he identifies as a woman and he's annihilating everybody <laughs> and you can see Pincy Principal so conflicted because it's like blatantly he's only doing this to beat his ex-girlfriend at yeah. everything but he's claiming that he's a woman <laughs> oh god if you watch I only need to watch that episode there's not much else in that season that is really worth um, Scott Malkinson gets his own episode Scott Malkinson and I have diabetes which is probably the second best one but please watch the PC papers it's fucking genius um, oh. so yeah the, I think the casting up top is what makes this show well back like, on Good Omens by the way yeah, the, the casting up top makes this the, the, is all this season re, like the gold standard of the season is those two oh, yeah. in the leads I think everything else you can kind of is, is slightly spotty which is why I think it was more of a there's some really good humour, especially the fact that like, they make it the M25 is some like type of satanic fucking oh, yeah. pentagram deal, <laughs> which is fucking genius. Um, yeah, I'm I'm glad that it was like um, who wrote this? Was it um, Neil Gaiman? No, who was the other one who wrote it? What? It was a, it was it's a joint... Neil Gaiman's book. I thought it was Neil Gaiman and Terry. Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett worked on stuff together, but I'm fairly certain Good Omens is just Neil Gaiman. Oh, no, 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 because I think this is the one that Terry Pratchett wanted the most to happen. And that's why when the premiere happened, his hat was front row next to Neil Gaiman Uh... so they could watch it. Because he was determined for this one. He said, this is the one that will be really good. You are correct. Boom. Yeah. I know literature. But I think Neil Gaiman actually did the screenplay for this. Right. Which is fucking fantastic. I'm glad he did that. Yeah, I could be up for more series, but yeah, I don't... It's it's kind of... I I would prefer it as a one and done of just... It's it's over with. It looks... It looks phenomenal for the budget. Yeah. It's got a great story. It's funny. I I would rather it just end. Yeah, I, I want it to be done now. I enjoyed every single second of that yeah. outside of the kids. Um, oh, I think I know what the sequel's called. I think it's called 667. <laughs> 667. The Devil's Neighbour or something like oh, that. Oh, for fuck's sake. Bear um, with me. I'm going to double check that. Okay, you do that. Oh, possible sequel. 668, Neighbour of the Beast. That's um, the Was expressed as a title for a sequel, uh, but upon Pratchett's death, it was never ah, made. Ah, okay. Right, that might be that then. Um, speaking of something that's never going to get a sequel, my number four, Chernobyl. Yeah, that's never going to get a sequel. Um, that is on my list, but we'll have the discussion now and I'll just tell you where it is. Okay. Um, uh, it's... Whew. Well, then again, Darren, given the the, the the events of the last couple of days, you never know, there won't be another nuclear <laughs> fucking disaster going on. Yeah, in 20 years, we might get a second one of these, but yeah. uh, <laughs> right, as long as it's not called Nottingham, we're going to be on the <laughs> So, um, Chernobyl. Yes. Um, it's hard to recommend. It is not an easy watch. Fucking hell, it's arrowing. <laughs> Jesus, this is a fucking brutal. They do not coat anything in kids' gloves. You are getting this fucking like everything that comes with that. Not just the, the thing is the actual explosion happens at, right at the start of season one, and that's basically it. The f- the first episode, like the first scene, is the only bit that takes place. After everything has unfolded, yeah, yeah. and then you go back to watch the yeah. initial explosion. Fuck me, that is tense. It is. You know it's coming, and you know everything's going to be the yeah. worst event of everything. But you're on the edge of your fucking seat the entire time. But the thing is, it's not like you might think that they would spend the entire first episode building up to the explosion. Of like, here he comes, here he comes, here he comes. It's in like the first 15 minutes mm. out of a window. You see it. And then it's everyone scrambling to, like, fucking deal with it. Yep. So it kind of goes through phases, this show, of, like, the first couple 
of episodes are the action-packed ones where they're trying desperately to figure it. Well, first of all, there's the evacuation one. And everyone, you know, coming up to put the fire, they're trying to figure out what's wrong. Yeah. Everyone's running around, ah, screaming. Oh, That's the great duality of that first episode. Yeah. You've got everybody lining up on the bridge going, oh, look, isn't that pretty? Yeah. And then you cut to inside. It's just, fuck, <laughs> shut it down. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. Um, and then you get to um, the later episode, which is like the fallout of it. And mm. the kind of, they're still trying to contain it. How do we stop this from getting any worse? Da, da, da. And then for the, like the last two episodes, it becomes a courtroom drama. Certainly, the last episode is entirely yeah know, the the court martialing of of the people running the plant yeah and you're following so many people on this you are following the um, the workers who were actually in there mm. who all had fun Ukrainian names that I now can't remember which is very annoying oh god um, hang on um, so the the big one the the guy who's kind of like not that there is an antagonist but if the show had one it'd be Dyatlov. Yes. Who's played by the the dad from Friday Night Dinner. Yes, Which is, is. really weird. It's just so strange. Uh, um, then you've got... Um, it took me until, like, the fifth episode to figure out it was him. <laughs> yeah. Like, my God, that's so wrong. I'm not, I normally see him wearing just, wearing just a fucking apron. Yeah. Or boyfriends <laughs> or something like that. Not yeah. blowing up new <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, but you follow... Look, the first episode is... It's uh, foaming... Uh, Akmov and uh, Toptonov, is it? Uh-huh. So it's like the, the the engineers and then you've got like the senior people above them and they, they have that really apocalyptic meeting at the end of the first one where they just, all these guys in a, get in a room and go, well, we're covering the fuck out of yeah. this. So- Everything's fine. RK, RBKM reactors cannot blow up. It's fine. Nothing really happened. It was a it was a, a massive malfunction. It wasn't neglect or anything like that. Yep. We don't show the Americans that we're weak. Everything's fine. Yeah. Get a parade going. I I love that. There's there's never this. Um, there's never anybody taking any accountability whatsoever. No. That is so interesting. Of just mm. the point the f- point there the pointing of the finger of blame. It's like it's like a fucking bottle going yeah, around yeah. and around and around. Someone's got to be wrong, and yeah. everyone's damn sure it's not going to be them. What's the name of the main scientist? Because uh, uh, you mean the ma- you mean Jared Harris's character? Yes, yeah, yeah. Legasov. That's the one. Jared Harris does such a good job in this. Fuck me. And so does Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah, Jared Harris has been put opposite Stellan Skarsgård, and he's out acting him. Yeah, that's incredible. It's so good. Like it's unbelievable how. Um, like, how intense it can be, even though it's just... Well, this thing, it's a lot of hopelessness, and it's kind of hard not to do that when you're talking about fucking Chernobyl. But the episode where they're just throwing everything at the fucking wall, going, how the fuck do we put the fire out? Yeah. And, the, and it's like, we can't fly directly over it because we'll be marmalated by the fucking oh, nuclear blast that's still shooting that, out. That scene where, like, the one aircraft yeah. goes over it and just gets fucking Rock disintegrated. Oh. The bit, like, he's like... The realisation he has, when he basically has to tell Stenz guys, is like, we've already cut our lives short. Yeah. We've already put ourselves on a timer just by being here. Like, that's it now. Irreversible. Cannot be questioned. We're going to die a lot faster than we should do. Yep. We, we, it's, all our hair's going to fall off. Our balls are going to drop. It's just Everything's going to go fucking wrong yep. for us. And like, so how do we fix it? Yeah, exactly. But he says, it's too late for us. We're already in here. We ain't getting out of it. We've How are we going to fucking fix this for everybody else so yeah. it doesn't spread? There's, oh, it's so good at just like, yes, it, it, the underlying current is just misery. Yep. There's very few happy points in this bit, nor should there be. But like, it really kicks you in the dick in such a splendid <laughs> variety of ways. Yeah. The episode where you just spend time with like, 
like a 16 year old kid who's been yeah. conscripted to go and shoot fucking dogs because they'll be irradiated. Oh god, that's, that's oh. a horrible episode. But that relationship he has with that older guy who's been in like previous yeah. previous Ukrainian wars, uh-huh. he's like, that's fucking interesting. This never stops being an interesting show. No. I have one character I hate. It's the wife of the firefighter, oh. Oh. the queen of bad decisions. <laughs> Right, so this lady played by... Uh, I got uh, Jessie Buckley. Right, so they tell her several times. Like her husband is one of the first responders in the fire engine. He picks up a bit of the reactor and, and it's he, like basically... He burns his fucking hands on yeah. it and that's the start of his exactly. troubles. It's incredible. Imagine if you picked up one of the Hulk's bollocks. Yep. That's what he did. <laughs> <laughs> so he's fucked. He's done with, right? Yep. She goes to the hospital and he's told... This man is, like, going fucking Super Saiyan. Do not fucking touch him. Yep. Like, well, there's a bit where she kind of gets there first, and he's still looking normal. He's like, hair's falling out and stuff, but he is fine. Yeah. And they're still like, why are you touching him? You shouldn't be laying there. You're pregnant. What the fuck are you doing? Then there's a Oh, point... yeah, because the, the nurses say, oh, yeah. are you pregnant? She's like, no. Yeah, she and then she him. goes in, and her husband has, uh, has turned into one of the heads from... Fucking, it's oh. gonna be a bumpy ride. He's, <laughs> he looks like that, only more fleshy. Uh, he looks dreadful, and she chooses this time as he's holding his pruny fucking hand as it as flesh is falling the fuck yeah. off it to go. We're going to have a baby. I'm like, you're a fucking moron. Stop touching him. Get out of the fucking plastic he, curtain yeah. and go home. He looks like. Like, if you paused the melty Nazi at the right time in Rage of the Lost Ark, <laughs> yeah. it looks like he's whiter than a fucking than the driven snow. He's got... He's fucked. And she's still... I thought she was going to rack him off, I'll be honest. <laughs> I thought she's already so far down this rabbit hole. She's going to give him a little treat on the way out. You'll never been so thirsty <laughs> just, for the D. Yeah, just the... see what comes out. Just really, just see what's on experiment at this point. Yeah, she's fucking stupid. It's brilliant though. There's no denying it's it's fucking harrowing, but it's such a good, well-made TV show. I just need to show you this photo real quick, <laughs> which is uh, the mad scientist who claimed. You know, I'm not going to explain the photo. I'll just post it on Twitter later. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's why it was my number four. It's pretty fucking great. Um, this brings me to my number three, um, and one that I can't talk too much about because Darren hasn't seen it. Okay. This is where I'm putting The Mandalorian. Oh, no! I haven't watched it at all. Oh, man. Go on. This is going to be difficult. So, uh, The Mandalorian is a TV show. <laughs> I knew that. There we go. And I know Baby Yoda's a thing. <laughs> yeah, so the the revelation of Baby Yoda. And, and this is why I felt no remorse pirating this TV show. Because it's fucking impossible to escape the fucking maw of Baby Yoda me. Yeah. It was, I was like, right, that's it. I know this little fucker's in the show. I'm just watching all of it. Yeah. I was going to watch all of it anyway, Darren. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I but imagine. I felt vindicated to watch it this time. Okay. I was like, right, I'm going to get this shit spoiled for me. I better watch it. Fair enough. Fuck me, it's good. There is... Everyone's railing up against one particular episode, and I won't spoil which one it is. Okay. And I even enjoyed that episode. Wow. I, I loved that episode. It was really fucking good. Um, so... Pedro Pascal really commits in this role to this character of the Mandalorian mm-hmm. um, to the point of the helmet doesn't come off, which is fantastic. Full Judge Dredd doesn't come off at all? Yeah. Oh, fair fucks, okay. They, they commit to, like, you know, like, 
especially in the Judge Red movie with uh, Sylvester Stallone, where the first thing he does is take the fucking thing off. Yeah, like nah, nah, this thing's they they mentioned several times. This thing is not coming off. No person will see what is underneath. What good? And I oh, and I love that. It's so deeply ingrained in the Star Wars lore as well. So you're getting you know ret- like we have an episode. I won't spoil too much. But he's with a crew that he's worked with mm-hmm. in the past. And like on that crew alone is like three or four different aliens that we've seen in expanded universe stuff but haven't really come up. Right. It's like a Twi'leks in there, but Ooh. like is a proper character this oh, time okay. round. It's fucking not just a dancing girl. Not just a dancing girl. Oh, is it oh god, there's Clancy Brown's in it as as well in that episode as like The Gurgan! The Gurgan. So, Ruin that. Sorry. Uh <laughs> Uh, what else can I say without spoiling it? Uh, well, you know Gina Carano's in it. Yes. Yep, she has a very, very good uh, role in this series. And I kind of want... Well, you already know there's a second season. Yep. I would like her to come back for that second season. Okay. That would be real cool if she did that. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people who cannot come back for a second season. And I can't tell you who those people are. Okay. But I enjoyed them in this season. Uh, don't worry, Carl Weathers is fine. Baby Yoda. Uh, but, uh, mate, I watched the last episode the other day. They do the sweetest fucking thing with that ending. Okay. And they've put it in a very, very strong position for the second season. That's all I need to know. That's all you need to know. You know what? I don't think you spoiled anything there, Michael. Well done. Um, I I would love... I would genuinely fucking love to talk more about it, but... I get the feeling we might do a pop scorn on it when it comes out in the UK. Yeah. I think we need to do that. I feel like we won't have missed the boat by that point, because a good majority of people won't have seen it. Yeah, it'll it'll Um, be popular again. Sick. Um, now I know it took up a lot of time talking about Chernobyl. Sorry about that. That's fine. Um, I love Chernobyl. It's a great but, series. Um, oh wait, where is it on your list? Number two. Oh, okay, good. Um, but I'll give you my number three real quick. Cool. It's probably as higher than it should be, but uh, it's Punisher season two. Fair enough. That was this year. That was this. Year. It was right. It was Fuck January yeah. this year. Okay. Oh boy. Oh boy. They basically make it like a a protection season. Someone comes into to punish his life and he has to protect this girl from the basically the mafia oh it's good though it's that they bring back um well they introduce jigsaw mm. now handsome whatever his face was from uh the first season i can't remember his name um he's back and he's now like out to get the punisher it's so like visceral there's a lot of going on in this one yeah. put it that way Action scenes are fantastic. Admittedly, it happened 11 months ago, so I'm struggling to remember a lot of it. Do we get the trademark head rub from John Bernthal? We do. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of things go on. He's very intense. He's covered in blood about 50% of the time. Yep. Um, he's just... It's it's a raw nerve type of season. He's just screaming at everything. I don't think it's as good as season one. No. Because I think season one, unless Daredevil was out that season as well, I think season one was my favourite show of that year. Um, I haven't seen Jessica Jones season three yet. Me neither. I don't think I. I, I, ever will. I have no intention. Like it's, cause it's pointless. Um, and season two wasn't great. Um, no, <laughs> the fucking wizard. I'm. I'm I know. <laughs> Hopefully, this has made strong enough a case. He's the only one other than Daredevil that I want to make the jump hmm. into MCU proper because this is just far too good a Punisher that we've got. In our it hands. needs to be a Deadpool situation where we're just going to take does. him wholesale. It does. Put him back in. Yeah, it's a Dame Judi Dench situation. Like hmm. if you can't. Casino Royale as a reboot, they still kept her on as M because they knew what they had in their hands. Same thing here. You're not going to get a better Punisher. No. You probably go out there and find one that's just as good. Mm. But no, you need to 
I know they're about to make things real screwy because they're about to get Mahershala Ali as Blade, who was Cotton Mouth in Yeah, it's a whole Luke thing, Cage. isn't it? But you could just say, well, fucking Marvel's been dicking about in multiple universes in the comics for decades. Just say this Punisher looks the exact same as the other fucking Punisher. That's fine. Jobs are good. This Daredevil looks the same as the other fucking Daredevil. Which you should do. You should do. But I think it's the end of next year. But well, next year-ish is when we can start putting them in Disney Plus shows. Yes. They're thereabouts. I don't know if it was like... That's, that, well, that, that'll be the two years rundown timer on being able to put stuff out. Well, this is so the they could start making it now. That well, wouldn't be an the issue. The only problem is we don't know if it means they can't put anything into production until the two years is up or they can't put yeah, anything into right. Or if it's each individual series starts the timer. So you had two years after Daredevil Season 3 to put Daredevil in stuff and then two years for Punisher and two years for Iron Fist and da Oh, that'd be Or if it's, all of it was it finished after Jessica Jones Season 3, mm. now the two years have started for all of them. We just don't know. But yeah, Punisher was pretty good. It was a solid it was a solid finish for him. He's ended in a much better place in this one. Uh, I think they kind of knew it was the last one, so they wrapped it up pretty neatly. That's fine. Um, but yeah, still very good. Uh, well, I've already told you my number two. It's Chernobyl. It's Chernobyl. Um, it's fucking great. Watch Chernobyl. It's only five episodes. Right, Jesus. I know you haven't seen my second one. Okay. So I'll throw that in real quick. I, I suspect we have the same number one. We probably do. Um, number two was Strange Things Season 3. I've not seen it yet. It's a solid. It's a, it's better than season two. Okay. It finds its humour again, mm. thanks to Steve in the post Steve part, and Uma Thurman's daughter. Responsible Steve. Responsible Steve. Um, it's basically so that they, they pair off in like lots of interesting ways. But the best one is they put, um, uh, oh, what's his name? The kid with the teeth. Um, oh, one D. D- Dayton Malrazo? Yeah. Oh, fuck. What's his name? Shit, I should remember Dustin? this. Dustin? Dustin. Dustin. They put Dustin, Steve, and Uma Thurman's daughters together as, like, they're inside the mall. Yeah. There's Russians involved. Fucking There's brilliant. Russians There's involved. There's Russians involved. And you just put, like, the two funniest characters together for the vast majority of the season. Well, they did that in season two as well, didn't yeah. they? They did a Dustin and Steve thing. It's a nice that they're addressing, like, they're all growing up. Mm. And, like, having Mikey as, like, the progressive, the really, like, arrogant shit of a fucking 15-year-old <laughs> with Eleven as his girlfriend is fantastic. He does a real good job yeah. of spunking away two seasons of being, like, F- like, everyone loves all the kids in this one, but now he's just such an arrogant belly. <laughs> he does it so well. Um, you've got Will kind of... You know, kind of coming to terms with like you know they're not kids anymore. Everyone's growing up, but he's kind of not ready for that. Um, and all the good stuff. It's just everyone gets a lot more stuff to do in this one. Mm. Um, Hopper's great. Um, uh, oh, what's oh the man who can punch anything. The man Hopper. who he can still punch anything. Good. He has a really good season. He's punching communism this series. He's having a go. At it, <laughs> The the Russian like mole that they put into it is fantastic. Yeah. Um they just find a good use for everybody. No one's kind of left by the wayside. Um, um Nancy and uh whatever, oh, whatever Will's fuck it. Yeah, I know. Jonathan uh, Bias, that's yeah. it. They're they're kinda they kinda have the weakest one. Mm. Like Nancy still makes lots of bad decisions that you kinda wish she didn't. Um, I think I think the only reason that uh, that John, John's not having a good series is because he remembers that he had to do the New Mutants. Yes, he did. <laughs> Fuck, I haven't got paid for God that. Damn it. Um, I've got to the news. I've got to the media round at some point for that shit. Um, yeah, they they maybe have the weaker season, but it's just oh, it's so much better than season. Season two was good. I still like season this two. This is a lot. 
I feel good now for season four onwards. Mm. This is a much. Uh, I like the course. And season four is taking it out of Hawkins. I'm not sure if that's going to work. Well, yeah, because well, for, for reasons, yeah. the gang aren't all in Hawkins anymore. Okay. So they they have reasons going to move Jesus into. Jesus Christ! What happened at the so, end of this season? All stuff happened. It's a. He- <laughs> he's got a fucking hell of an ending and an after credit stinger. Wow. Oh boy, it's good. Um, it's good and bad. <laughs> but like good bad um, good, so bad. yeah that's I, I'm hopeful season 4 can be another one because this is such a like again season 2 was just a bit of an incline after the what you know the fucking holy grail that season 1 is yep. season 3 is just a massive uptick into like no this is like I was about to say the best TV show it isn't the second best yeah. um, now have we both got the same one it's possible we have Darren um, say it then, mate? the oh. Umbrella Academy yes! is my number one choice we're on that's um, the first season I finished this year, uh, and it was. I was like, "Well, that's the one to beat." Never got beaten. No, it did not. Fuck me, this is a good show. It's Holy so shit. well balanced between. This feels like the magic of uh, Stranger Things all over again. It's like, it fuck, this is the best idea they've ever had. But like, yeah. oh goddamn, I love it so much. The kid who plays five is absolutely it's like. He's an arsehole, and he's so good. Yeah, I know. He's so fucking good. That's what... I think that's what made me put Good Omens lower down on the list, because it's like, this guy carries the weight of what that character's yeah, supposed yeah. to be as this, like, 60, 70-year-old... Well, 60-year-old guy yeah. who's been through fucking hell, seen the end of the world, and now yeah. he's coming back and rocking around in fucking schoolboy uniform. And it is so well encapsulated. It's so good. Every not one person in this cast is bad whatsoever. No, it's everyone is golden. Everyone is like, yeah. Tom Hopper is one fantastic kind of. Big, he's like, my Nova. I want him to be Nova. Oh, he's not a bit too. I know. I know. He's like not actually this big in real life because <laughs> yes. he's a fucking oh, yeah. With this. Um, yeah, that was so, a weird, uh, weird turn. Yeah, but I enjoyed it a lot. I, I think it's probably best. Like, I'll battle everybody else. So you've got David Cast. Nader yep. as number two, who's just like the smarmy like arsehole. Diego, uh, Diego, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Emmy Raver Lampman. Huh? Emmy Raver Lampman. Emmy is number three. As Allison. Allison. Yeah. Um, now Robert Sheehan as Klaus. As Klaus oh, steals fuck. the fucking show. Oh. Him driving past in the in the, <laughs> in the ice, ice cream truck. Yeah. <laughs> is oh the entire thing where he goes back to Vietnam is just so good. Yeah, that could have been. Any number of the worst decisions that you could do for that show. It's like, we put the comedy character with the tragic backstory. I'm like, no, 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 they did it exactly fucking right. Every decision they've, even ones that make no sense, like, Mary J. Blige is a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Mary J. Blige is a bad guy. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, which one is she? She's not, she's, she's not Cha Cha. No, she? she's Cha Cha, and Cameron Britton is Hazel. That's it. Um, you've got um, you've got a super intelligent monkey butler, fantastic. That's what everyone wants. Some cracking CGI on that as well, yeah, right? Yeah, really good job on that. They really captured the dude's likeness as well. Have yeah. you seen a picture of the actor playing? Yes, him? I have. <laughs> he just looks it like does. the monkey. <laughs> um, you've got Ellen Page as number seven. Uh, Vanya. Yes, as yeah. like she's she, if Gerard Way was anybody, it, it was going be to be number seven. <laughs> um, and apparently has no powers, but of course has all the fucking uh. powers. Um, yeah, there's literally, like, I knew I was going to love it in the first episode with the I Think We're Alone Now scene. Yeah. Which is so oh, that, good. That pull out and you get that cross section oh. of the fucking house. Oh, it's a beautiful shot. It's, it's so good. So, and it's so ready to smash season two as well. Yep. 
oh, doesn't do anything wrong. No. It's all brilliant. <laughs> yeah, there's not a bad moment in this show. And even even Chernobyl, I was I had something I could complain about in that yeah. uh, in that character yeah. that I just really fucking hated. There's nothing bad about it's just so much show. it's so much fun. It's like a great superhero show. It's a great comedy. It's got great romance in there. Yeah. It's got it but it but doesn't slightly shy away. awkward, but still yeah. very believable. Yeah. Doesn't shy away from like the proper harrowing shit, like him going to Vietnam. Like they show that like fuck he was not having a good time. Yeah. Really deep shit. And like the ending it ends on such a good cliff like cliffhanger being like, Oh my god, we're going back in time to do it all over again. Yeah. I usually hate time travel, but I'm fucking all in for and this he, and that that final round shot is oh, just oh good oh unbelievable when, when is it coming out tell us next uh, week right i i think i read somewhere that they said it's going to take roughly roughly speaking about two years to do season two because of Damn all it. the cgi work they have to do i think strange things on about a year and a half per season so maybe the back end of this year Maybe. Netflix put out a lot of their stuff that they're doing for next year, which we'll mention in the 2020 preview. Interesting. Um, but they didn't mention this. They mentioned that it will be coming back at some point. Season That's 2 is good shame. to go. They've got, I think there's like three Umbrella Academies released. Yeah, three um, storylines. Now, what this, what the My Chemical Romance reunion means for more coming I don't know or whether Gerard Way really has much of a hand in this. They didn't play any My Chemical Romance music, so fair play to them. Yeah. Like, they held back. They could have done that and they didn't. Maybe that was like him going, no, that'd be too fucking obvious. There was, like, fucking I think arrogant. they had like a song at the end of one of the episodes being covered by a, like a punkish band. Yeah, I was yeah. like, is this them? Is it happening? And it wasn't. You got excited about My Chemical Romance, Michael? Did, well, your pitch has... You're uh, fucking welcome. Oh, my God. Darren, I have something awful to confess to you. Uh, so I did my Spotify um, end of 2019 roundup thing. Yes. Obviously, you know what came in number one. So that's Do fine. I? Yeah, Biffy, obviously. Oh, Biffy, yeah. My second most played artist of the year, <sighs> thanks to your fucking pitch, was My Chemical Romance. <laughs> good, good, good. Most of that was just Session in Famous Last Words, though. So you know. Oh, it is a good song, though, mm. isn't it? Mm. Um, Cool, yeah, absolutely. Undisputed number one. I was waiting all year for something. Anything. I was like, Stranger Things is going to have a run at this game. of Thrones was still to come at this point, I think. And, yep. and then like all the reviews started coming in for Chernobyl and Good Omen yeah. trailers appeared. Like, well, it's going to get dethroned. Nah, nothing. It was perfect. It made me happier than this season did. So, so good. I might go back and watch it again. I just, oh, it's so fucking brilliant. Uh, lovely. Right. Now. <laughs> that was part of our episode. That's an hour and 50. Jesus fuck. Uh, now we got to do games. Now, I know I said I had the big list of games we haven't played. Yep. For the life of me, I can't fucking find it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, no. Apologies for that. Um, so we may not get to do the big list of everything we didn't play this year. I'm so sorry, Michael. Oh, God damn I it. I promised you, oh, we, we, I can't did find you, it. Did you have a worst series of the year, just to make this podcast a um, longer? Um, I watch that with I shit. have got one, but it's on the article, so I might keep that as a... Uh, do that, because I can't think what mine is. Yeah, fair enough. You want I must admit, I watched the new episode of that fucking Dracula. Yeah. Jesus H, fuck, that's awful. Is that technically a 2020 series, though? Was it New Year's Day? Might be New Year's it Day. It was New Year's Day. That's the 2020 series. Oh, we don't have to, have to talk about that. We don't have to talk about that or Doctor Who for another 12 months. Yeah. Well, the thing, I didn't actually make it through the first episode. I gave up. Wow. Like, this is proper shite. It's just, it's just Dracula. 
there's nothing new here. It's just fucking Dracula. Um, Put that on the poster. It's just fucking. It's just Dracula. Picture of you shrugging violently. Um, it's just fucking Dracula. So. I apologise for the promise I had made of the big game. I'm sure I've done it. I don't know where I've saved it. I Darren, you, you've saved me some in time. I'm happy. Lovely. <laughs> and that is where we're cutting it for now. Be sure to join us next week for all things gaming and music in 2019. But for now, all that's left to ask is to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at @thatmikeowen to follow Darren on Twitter and Instagram at, at @thegutridge to follow the site under the username FowleyNT. That's F-O-U-L-E-N-T on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to visit the site at foulentertainment.com and to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud under the username Foul Entertainment or Foul Entertainment Podcast. And I'll leave you with our classic. Bye everybody!